You're listening to the Weed Smart Podcast, where each fortnight we chat about dealing with those pesky weeds. Welcome to the Weed Smart Podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Strauss, and today I have a special preview of Weed Smart Week in Clare for you. As you might have already seen, tickets for Weed Smart Week are now on sale and the event is going ahead, so we're very excited for that to be the case. And in this podcast, we're going to be hearing from YP Ag Agronomist Chris Davey, who has helped put the event together and will also be presenting on our forum day. And we'll also be hearing from local grower Jared Tilly. Jared will be hosting a farm visit at his property for Weed Smart Week, Claire. And finally, we'll be hearing from one of last year's Horsham attendees and farm visit hosts, Sam Eagle. So it'll give you a nice rounded view on what Weed Smart Week is all about and give you some tastes on what to expect if you attend Weed Smart Week in Clare as well. So if you're new to Weed Smart though, you might be thinking, what's this event all about? Well, Weed Smart Week is designed to engage growers and advisors on Weed Smart's big six messages, and that's available on our website. I'll provide the link in the show notes. But this year, our annual flagship event will be held in the Clare region from the 1st to the 3rd of September. The three-day program consists of a forum day at the Clare Golf Club, followed by day two and day three, which consists of farm visits in the lower and mid-north to the northern York Peninsula region to see how forward-thinking growers are implementing the Weed Smart Big Six tactics to minimise the impact of herbicide resistance on their businesses. And so this event really does offer a unique opportunity for growers and other industry stakeholders to hear firsthand about innovative and practical weed control solutions. This event is being run with the help of Pinion Advisory, YP Ag and the Hartfield Site Group and we're really appreciative of that in helping us put the event together. We're really excited about it. So let's get into those interviews to get a really nice overview of what Weed Smart Week is all about. We'll be first hearing from Chris Davey. Let's take a listen. In this interview, we're catching up with YP Ag Agri-Services agronomist Chris Davey, who is based in Kadena, South Australia. We're going to be talking to him about his involvement in the upcoming Weed Smart Week, which will be held in Clare in South Australia. Chris was also a guest and panel member at our Horsham Weed Smart Week event last year, so we'll get a bit of a recap on that too. Chris does join us. How are you going, Chris? Yeah, very well. Thanks, Jess. Thanks so much for joining us on the podcast. Now, before we get into your experience with Weed Smart Week last year, can you give us a little bit of an overview of your work role and the region that you're from? No worries. Yes, uh, I look after a, a small group of farming clients on the Northern York Peninsula, which is a region of 300 or 400 mil rainfall. And uh, yeah, basically look after wheat, barley, lentils as our three main crops. But we are blessed with our soil type and reliable rainfall that we can grow um, quite a few crops. So uh, chickpeas, oat and hay, canola, fill peas, even beans. So yeah, my, my role is generally as an, an agronomist to uh, ensure the farmers are profitable and sustainable. Excellent. So you were part of our We Smart Week event in Horsham last year. What was your experience like as a presenter at that event? Actually, really positive, Jess. I guess a bit nerve-wracking for a start because you're speaking to such a large group and you know farmers and industry peers alike. And it's something that uh, with the Weed Smart Week I hadn't been a part of before. But I came out of it uh, thinking it was just such a fantastic week and experience, not only to catch up with the likes of uh, Peter Newman and, and crew, but just to listen to some of the speakers was really stimulating. 
Yeah, that's great to hear. So it's interesting to find out what people's key takeaways from events like this are because lots of topics are covered. For you, what really stood out as your key takeaways as a Weed Smart Week spectator last year? I guess uh, I'll answer that one in, in two ways, Jess. As an agronomist, it was good interacting with a lot of farmers from out of your neck of the woods as well as those industry contacts, but just being able to listen to not only continuous farming growers but also mixed enterprise growers as well and how they go about uh, tackling their weed problems and their farming systems overall. And then from a, a farming perspective, yeah, having that common message, which I was able to relay across almost the you know the whole of a nation, yeah, was really positive also. Yeah, great. It's kind of touched on it there, but for you, what makes it a valuable event to attend if you were going to give that advice to other growers or agronomists? Oh, I could only in, encourage growers and uh, agronomists and industry people alike because it's such a valuable source of information. And particularly for farmers, just listening to other farmers' experiences on how they go about either modifying machinery or dealing with a certain weed. Yeah, I think it's always really valuable for those farmers you know a lot of them not only like uh, kicking tires with machinery but listening to other growers actually speak weed smart week it is coming to clare in south australia and obviously each weed smart event we put on is slightly different depending on the region we're going to the focus shifts slightly so why is this a good place to base an event like this chris Firstly, I guess Clare is a really good central location. So a lot of the cropping areas are, are sort of within an hour of, of Clare, but it's also very accessible for growers from the Air Peninsula as well as the, the Mallee and Southeast. So its location is, is fantastic. The ability to actually host that number of farmers and agronomists and alike. Chris, what are the key issues being faced in this region? One of the key issues, particularly the Clare, they've got a fine interaction with viticulture and, and vineyards uh, as well as broadacre cropping. So spray drift is something that is particularly an issue in, in that region. But the further you get out, you've obviously got other weed resistance and weed problems. Like on northern York, we face brome, ryegrass, radish problems. And then there are different soils across the region and, and subsoil constraints and, and how we deal with weeds uh, with the different soils um, do vary as the further you get away from Clare. What do you think those who attend Clare Weed Smart Week will get out of going? Well, it's a, a three-day event and uh, the first day, Jess, is when we hear from um, industry people that are experts or gurus in the, the weed area as well as keynote farmer speakers. So, yeah, that first day is just chock-a-block full of information about the whole farming enterprise. So even though it is called Weed Smart Week and there's a focus on weeds, the overall farming system is, is what uh, the focus is on. And then the second and third days when we get out and about and visit some farms and some, some key growers that are implementing strategies uh, for weed control. And yeah, the, the second day is based on the Northern York Peninsula. The third one will be in the mid and lower north and towards the Adelaide Plains. So there's just so much information whether it's listening to speakers or, or getting out and about on days two and three and listening to how yeah, other growers are dealing with their problems. For sure. And Chris, you're going to be involved in our Weed Smart Week event in Clare. What will you be presenting on? Could you give us a brief overview? 
Yeah, I'm lucky enough to present again on the first day and that will probably concentrate on crop competition to a certain degree and then I'm helping organise day two when we're uh, based at Northern York Peninsula. So mainly looking, because it's a continuous cropping area predominantly, looking at weed resistance and how we are driving the weed seeds bank down through various means of the big six which the weed smart crew focus on excellent well we really look forward to seeing you in claire in september chris do you have any final pointers that you want to share with the audience probably just to reinforce be a part of it uh, participate in it and there's just so much information that is available and i can only encourage uh i guess it's hard with covid's uh saying like interstate visitors but yeah particularly the the local south australian growers uh, to be a part of such a great week definitely all right well we look forward to seeing you there chris thanks so much for joining us on the podcast no worries at all thank you jess Thanks so much to Chris Davey there. Up next, we're going to be hearing from our local grower who will be hosting us for one of the farm visits, Jared Tilley. Let's take a listen. In this interview, we're catching up with grower Jared Tilley. Jared attended Weed Smart Week in Horsham last year, and this year we'll get to visit his farm during Weed Smart Week in Clare in September. Jared farms with his family in Kapunda on the northern edge of the Barossa Valley and at Booburari in the mid-north of South Australia. Jared has recently adopted chaff carts on his farm, so we'll learn about his experience with that as well. Jared joins me. How are you going, Jared? Going well, thanks. Yeah, fortunately the season's off to a solid start. It's a bit light on for stored moisture, but that's uh, looking good. Well, that's good to hear. Now, we kind of touched on where you're based, but can you give us a little bit more of an overview of your farming operation? Yeah, yep. So we're mixed farmers. We run about 3,000 ewes, but cropping's the larger part of our business. So export hay, wheat, barley, canola, beans. For the sheep, we grow vetch and brassica-based feed. Pretty re- reliable areas. It's about 450 mil rainfall, you know, beautiful areas to farm, but pretty cold tends to be a bit frosty so it can be hard to get things going in winter but also you know significant yield losses in in spring so we actually have one farm at Burberry where we don't even plan to use the header it's just a rotation of export hay and and sheep okay interesting and what are some of the key issues you face when it comes to controlling weeds in your area yeah we've got some great issues which we're continuously working on so Kapanda I guess the doozies are got some you know it's a bad area for ryegrass and we've got some roundup resistant populations so which we blame off coming off of you know spraying yeah. fence lines but uh, that gets most of our attention but you yeah, know there's also radish and a few other things um whereas Boobrowie we're mainly worried about brome and then on the frosty flats which is you know long you know history of loose and we're putting a lot of tension actually in the barley grass which is paraquat resistant it's a late germinating a uh, good competitor and and um you know unfortunately it's it's not a weed that we want in our hay samples yeah okay and we'll be attending your farm as part of the farm tours for weed smart week what do you hope to show and discuss with attendees when they visit your farm Yep, so we're going to have a look at Kapanda. Um, so that's a continuously crop property other than a couple hundred acres of sort of non-arable paddocks and hills and, and um, scrub. But, um, yeah, I guess we'll touch on everything, but particularly our latest evolution in our system to, yeah, using the chaff cart and to bailing up the chaff and trying to improve the profitability of our livestock enterprise. So we'll have the header there and the chaff cart 
people will be able to have a look at how we can get the chaff in the cart while we're still spreading the straw. And we have a case header, so that's not as straightforward as other headers. And then, you know, and how it connects, how the hydraulics work, people will be able to walk around. We'll have some bales there of the chaff. A lot of people doubt whether, you know, you can bale the chaff up. So we'll have some canola and the, and the barley and wheat chaff I'll put aside to, to have a look at. Be able to have a chat about how, how you do get the piles into, into lines so that you can bale. And then, um, you know, how we're using that for confinement feeding um, with lick feeders to, I guess, reduce our reliance on, on a good autumn break. So so there's a bit to talk about. You know, I guess finally also, like, the, the new problems that we're going to face with this system of basically shifting, um, you know, a lot of our weeds and volunteers off of the arable paddocks and onto our non-arable paddocks around the farm. So uh, hopefully it'll be interesting. Yeah, it sounds really interesting. And, yeah, the baling of chaff... That's something we've talked about on the podcast before, so very exciting to be able to see that in person as well as all the other points that you mentioned there. It sounds like it's going to be really great to be able to come and visit. Now, you attended Weesmart Week in Horsham last year. What did you think of that experience? Oh, it was great. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. It's a, it's a great format. So basically the first day is more of a, a conference with, um, you know, the good insights and I backed up with good data and, you know, there's so many different ways for the harvest weed seed collection that was all looked at. And there were snippets of the new, you know, new technology that was coming through, like weed identification. So, you know, that's a great day. But where it's backed up is when, you know, the, we had two more days of on-bus trips around um, looking around the Wimmera. So, you know, you get to meet different people and look at, you know, their systems and their machinery and, and have another think about it all. So, you know, it was good value, I thought. It was you know, most conferences, you, your main investment is in, you know, the time spent going to them. So I do get a bit annoyed when, when a conference is expensive, plus you've got that investment of the time. So yeah. it was good value for money. Well, that's great um, feedback. That's good to hear. Yeah. I guess it makes you think afterwards what, yeah. what you can do. Yeah. We Smart Week, it does focus on the big six principles. What principles were you already employing on your farm when you were sort of listening to the presentations? Was there things that you could tick off that you were already doing? Yeah, I guess we were already doing a little bit of, of everything, which is sort of how they work. You know, it's just a numbers game. you just got to try and stop the blowouts, but also, you know, chip away at, at the population. So the main thing we do here is that we have a very robust and rigid rotation, which you know, I don't see in many people's places, but basically have the whole farm. So if you look at Kapunda, it's divided up into four blocks, basically into quarters, and it's you know, nice and simple. We can monitor one one crop in one, and all the paddocks are alongside each other. So we've got a quarter of, of hay. So I guess you know we've got that starts off the rotation to get the numbers down. Then a quarter that's made up of of half beans and half canola, and then so that's basically a quarter of promizamide. And then the next block of of um, the farm is wheat. So we're trying to get the numbers right down. The numbers are down, so that's where we use a new technology like like Secura. You know, we use it to, as a big hit on, on a low seed bank, not as technology to sort of, yeah, save our ass, I suppose. And then we're on to barley. We, we'll use Arcade. But we're really similar, except we're, we're phasing out canola. So and then we're now using the, the brassica pastures up there. And we also use Imi barley, which gives us extra options with the brome. So, yeah, like I guess we're already using a lot of things. It, it's a pretty robust. Your chemicals get, you know, there's no chopping and changing. The chemical rotations sort of worked out along in advance. So, so the rotation and the mix of chemicals sort of, I guess, 
happens organically for yeah. lack of a better word. So and uh, yeah, so we were we using most things. Double knock gets a bit hard uh, for us because we you never quite have the right machinery on the right farm, and you know we've always got the air seeder keeping up with the boom spray. So uh, we do try to do it where we can, but I tend to have to do a lot of it where it's like a post so pre-emergent time so i mean that still helps works well but it's good when if we've had a bit of rain to wash the uh, ryegrass clean and and then we'll put off the dust and then yeah we'll use that there so yeah i guess hay is a big part of stopping the seed set and we've also got yeah the sheep for crop topping back in the hay we're finding more and more that the sheep help with the the hay so when as we go through and cut the hay you know there's odd, odd bits of ryegrass that get left behind some of those might have nearly viable seed on them others will be ryegrass will get cut and reshoot so it's quite green and and you know you can't kill that with with the paraquat so we're tending to find more and more we're just jamming the sheep on those paddocks they're reasonably bare and they're sort of cleaning up the, the ryegrass and any any missed hay so tend to use that but we're also spray topping pastures where we can we're spray topping beans where we can done a bit of work on improving our crop competition with east west sowing and and we're down to nine inch spaces we've gone back to hybrid using hybrid canola for competition and we've done a lot of work over the years of trying to improve our soil i don't think that gets talked about enough but the you know these were very sodic and acidic soils 20 years ago so Dad did a lot of work on that, and that helps us grow, you know, competitive crop. They're probably the main things we've worked on other than the, the harvest weed seed control, which is the chaff cut. Yeah, you're doing a lot. Uh, the other question I wanted to ask was, was there anything at Weed Smart Week in Horsham that you're either implementing because of that event or you're thinking about implementing in the future? But it sounds like you probably got all bases covered pretty much, but was there anything that you took away from Horsham that you implemented or plan to in the future potentially? Yeah, well, definitely the chaff cart. Yeah, I guess we'll, you know, there's so much there to, to look at and, and to think about. I'm a big fan of the of the seed-destructing technology and, and the terminators. I just uh, when I was at Horsham, I had a realisation that, oh, I think we can use these chaff carts to sort of help our sheep out. Yeah. So, you know, I was talking to some people there about where they, they were just leaving poles in the paddock and, and the sheep were grazing them. And then we also we went and looked at a, um, some confinement feeding on your Sam Eagles place. Yeah, and I just sort of thought, oh, geez, these might go hand in hand here. So, mm. yeah, that's probably the main thing that I got alert there. I thought that was the biggest evolution for our system since going to, to Horsham. Yeah, that's awesome. And so finally, Jared, what do you think growers and agronomists would get out of attending Weed Smart Week in Clare? Why should they come along? So I guess it just covers a broad range of topics, doesn't it? Like Weed Smart does cover so many things. So there's so many tools that there to use. So I guess, you know, I do like the fact that there is that conference and to start off and with, the, you know, the professionals, the, the best speakers that available. But then, you know, you really got to make an effort to try and get on at least one of the bus trips afterwards to, you know, talk to people and, and to see what's going on. So, you know, there's good value in it, definitely worth your investment in time and hopefully it will help improve the, I guess, the sustainability of controlling weeds on your farm or, or for your clients. Definitely. Well, we are so excited to be able to come and visit your farm in September, Jared, and thank you so much for coming on the podcast and giving us a little bit of a taste of what we're going to get to see and why growers and agronomists alike should come along to the event. We really appreciate it. Okay. Thanks, Jeff.
Thank you so much to Jared Tilly there for giving such a great overview and we're all very excited to be able to go and see his farm. Up next we're going to be finally hearing from one of last year's participants and also farm visit host Sam Eagle and Sam is going to give us a really great overview of his thoughts on the event and, and how he's going since we saw him last year. Let's take a listen. In this interview, we're catching up with Sam Eagle. Sam was part of We Smart Week in Horsham last year, and we visited his farm with our tour group. Sam and his wife, Emily Eagle, run a mixed farming enterprise near Horsham, Victoria, where grazing and cropping are mutually beneficial for weed management. So Sam is going to cast his mind back and give us a recap of what Weed Smart Week was like in Horsham. Sam joins us. How are you going, Sam? Great. Thank you. Thanks for joining us. Now, how are you going? What's been going on for you? Well, since last year, we ended up with actually a fairly good year here. We were really lucky. And this year started off pretty good. We're sort of not really overly wet, but we've had sort of just about the right amount of rain, really, yeah. Excellent. That's great. Not quite well. Awesome. Now, could you just give us a little bit more information on your farming operation? And, yeah, you've given a, a quick recap on how it's been going since we visited you last year at We Smart Week. But if you could just give us a little bit more of a broader overview for those who might need a recap of what your farming operation is all about. Yeah, so we're a mixed farming enterprise. We grow wheat, canola, barley and baby beans. We also run a, a merino closed flock, so we don't buy any sheep. We're just breeding. Yeah, we, our cropping operation is uh, we've sort of just get everything over to controlled traffic for probably the last three years. And this year was our first year with a disc cedar also. So oh, cool. that was fun buying a cedar when it was wet. How did it go? How did you find using it? Uh, it was good. It arrived late, like all air cedars. <laughs> um, and being a disc cedar arriving late in a sort of a wet seeding was a bit yeah, of a challenge. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, we sort of we learned a lot about the cedar, which was probably good. We sort of know its limitations now, and yeah, it was quite good in the end. Yeah, we we're mm -hmm. really happy. And what did you think of Week Smart Week in Horsham last year? It was fantastic, actually. I've been to a lot of these seminars and sometimes you do get a bit bored, but it was really good being farmer-driven. A lot of the discussion groups were all farmer-driven, which was really good. And so there was lots of practical advice and lots of stuff you could actually implement. And also just catching up with other farmers from a lot of different regions, not just from around your own region. I thought that was really good. And there were some, yeah, some really good ideas coming out of other areas that we probably don't implement around here. So, yeah, it was really good. And you've probably touched on it a bit already, but what makes it a valuable event to attend from your perspective? Well, it's just getting your, um, your head outside your own area, I think. We sort of sometimes get stuck in what you're doing in your area and what everybody else is doing. And you go to different areas and they've got different challenges and different approaches. And yeah, sort of we can learn from other people's mistakes, really. No point in doing a mistake when you don't have to if someone else has already done it for you. Yes, definitely. And what were your key takeaways from the event? Well, my biggest takeaways were the seed destructing, so chaff lining, seed mills, windrow burning, those sort of techniques and how we can implement those better on our farm. And have you implemented anything different that was directly influenced by the event? Yeah, so we have been windrow burning for a long time, but we got caught out this year, obviously being an early break, and a lot of our windrows didn't actually get the kill that we would have liked, and we probably end up with more of a weed issue now. And yeah, after being the weed smart, there were a few people there that have seed destructors and stuff like that, and we're thinking that might be the way we're going to go because, yeah, you don't have to do rely on that burning to get the weed killed. So, yeah. 
And just finally, Sam, so if someone's on the fence about attending, why should they go along to Weed Smart Week in Clare, which is coming up in September? I think it's just that knowledge that gets spread around other farmers, which is really invaluable. And and even the agronomists that attended were talking to other people's agronomists. You sort of only ever talk to your agronomist where I think there was, you know, four or five agronomists that actually spoke at the Weed Smart Week. They all had different techniques and different ways of doing stuff. So, yeah, it's all bringing all that knowledge together into that one place where you can easily access it. You don't have to search around for it. It's right there in front of you, yeah. And I, I just wanted to touch as well, we did visit your property. Uh, what was that experience like for you, having other farmers who obviously are interested in what you were doing on your farm? Um, what was it like engaging and interacting with those people from all Yeah, it was... Yeah, it was really good. Like stuff that we sort of think is sort of pretty mundane and normal. Other people were sort of like, oh, wow, what's that idea? And it was sort of really good to sort of know that sometimes you're on the right path or not on the right path, either one. And yeah, people actually, when they come out to your farm, it's good because they sort of point out things to you. You know, oh, maybe you should do that different over there. And you're like, oh, I never thought of that. Yeah, good (laughs) idea. You know, like, yeah, it was really good having other farmers there. Like, they're very practical people usually. And it's good to get people like that out onto your farm and get that second set of eyes over everything, I suppose. Yeah. And before I let you go, Sam, is there anything else that you'd like to share about the experience or or any any other tips or thoughts that you might want to share before we wrap up? Oh, I just think it's, yeah, if it's if it's anywhere near your area, I think it's really, really good conference sort of thing to go to. If it's, even if it's not in your area, it's still a really good thing. Probably even more important, actually, because then you can go to a different area and, and see those different techniques and, and farming practices. So, yeah, I think it's probably one of the better things I've done for the last couple of years, yeah. Well, thank you so much for that feedback, Sam, and thanks for taking the time out to give us an overview. And, yeah, good luck with your decisions around maybe getting that weed seed impact wheel in the future. That's sounds like it might be on the cards for you so all the best with it beauty thanks very much thank you so much to sam eagle there and thank you to chris davy and also jared tilly for joining us on this weed smart week preview it really helps to get that overview from people who are involved in the planning and attendance of weed smart week to really get across to you how the event works and why it's so valuable so thank you so much for listening to this weed smart week preview podcast and we really look forward to hopefully seeing you at weed smart week in claire so a little bit more about the event it's a set price of 150 dollars plus gst per person and this road registration allows you to attend all three days with lunch included and just to note the price remains the same whether you attend one day or three days so it really is up to you it's not compulsory to attend all three days although we encourage you to but the price does remain the same whether you attend one two or three days our forum day is taking place at Clare Golf Club uh, followed by the farm visits in the surrounding areas over the next two days and make sure you're following us on Facebook and Twitter for updates and subscribe to the Weed Smart Whip Around newsletter. I'll provide all these links with the show notes as well as the link to get your tickets. And a final note, I'm currently on leave so there won't be a podcast on August 12th in case you're wondering where it is, but we do have a regional update podcast coming out next Monday so don't miss that one. I'll catch you next time. Thanks so much and we look forward to seeing you at Weed Smart Week in Clare.